Welcome to Women in Venture Capital, a podcast by students for students. I'm Rashvina. And I'm Anvita. And we are from the Harvard Business School. Our guest today is Lainey Painter. Lainey is a New York-based partner at Craft Ventures, where she focuses on early-stage investments in verticals such as healthcare, education, and real estate, among others. Prior to Craft Ventures, Lainey was an investor at Battery Ventures. She started her career at Goldman Sachs as a tech banker before moving to Gainsight to work in business operations. Thank you so much for joining us, um, Lainey. It's really nice to have you on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. So uh, jumping right in, um, I mentioned a little bit about your, your journey so far. Can you talk to us a little bit more about the switch from banking to operations and eventually investing? Absolutely. I started my career at Goldman Sachs. I was working as an investment banking analyst in the technology group. And I didn't know a ton about startups before I joined, but I, I certainly got a crash course. I had the chance to sit across the table from the CEOs of Pinterest and Cloudflare to you and PayPal. And for the first time, I really understood the scale of the change that was coming. And one thing that was um, fairly unique about Goldman is Goldman is a place full of experts. Uh, you're surrounded by thousands of people who have completed similar transactions as to what you're working on, and you need to absorb as much as possible from them. And that, you know, maybe an analyst who joined just a year before you, who's, if it's a more common problem, or it may be someone who's been at the bank for 30 years, if it's something that's more unusual, but, but generally there is someone who's done it before and can help you find what is the correct answer. When I um, completed my tour of duty as a Goldman analyst, I, I joined a startup called Gainsight and uh, Gainsight is customer success software. So it is uh, Salesforce is for your sales team. Gainsight is for your customer success managers, your account managers. And the major difference for me was that there are no redundancies and there are no experts in what you're working on at a startup. It is, you know, by its very definition, a, a net new problem. So one of my first tasks when I joined Gainsight was to grow our customer community, which neither I nor anyone at the company had any experience in. And we were starting making first principle decisions and, and just building from there. That was a, a major shift in mindset for me. I was handed the reins and told to get something done. Uh, and it wasn't because I had knowledge of how to do it, but because I had bandwidth and was reasonably capable of, of figuring it out from there. And there's a lot of examples of sort of uh, roles and tasks I took on uh, over my time at Gainsight that were, you know, really just an opportunity to, to figure things out uh, starting from some scratch. Right. And um, how did you end up at Craft Ventures? And I guess along the same lines, we've seen an increasing number of funds pop up in the last two to three years, a lot of early stage funds. So I'm curious as to what really make, makes Craft Ventures different and why was it a good fit specifically for you? At Craft Ventures, we are all operators. So everyone from the associates to general partners have experience running businesses or business units or teams. So David Sachs was the co-founder of PayPal and later Yammer. Jeff Fleur was the co-founder and CEO of StubHub. We are a team full of former heads of product, heads of sales, heads of operations, and we believe this makes us best suited to help entrepreneurs on, on their journey. 
Right. That's that's amazing. Um, any trends or sectors that you are excited about or you see a great deal of innovation and venture money flowing into? Absolutely. Um, the, the shift to remote work right now feels like it has enabled basically a web 1.0 repeat to me. So and what I mean by that is when the web first came out, everyone tried to move basically newspaper classifieds online. And that's a step forward, absolutely, but it's, you know, not anywhere near what the power of the internet allows. And I think there's something very similar happening with people trying to move the office online, trying to basically create very analogous types of uh, work environments. But remote work allows for so much more. So I believe that we're really looking at the first wave of an explosion of tools largely adopted by end users in a bottoms up fashion to change the way that we all work. For example, I really believe in asynchronous and I think tools like ClickUp and like Loom allow for asynchronous to be as good or better than synchronous. And I believe we're continue to see more tools that allow people to work on their own time as productive, if not significantly more productive um, than they were able to in the office. That's a really interesting comparison. I hadn't thought of of the whole, um, basically, the online news, but it, it's a very interesting comparison. And I totally agree. I think based on conversations I've had with a number of firms so far, um, there's a new normal. So I don't think we're going to 100% to the way things were before. If anything, it's going to be a hybrid. So it's interesting to see all those companies uh, popping up that enable that that transition um, for sure. Um, I wanted to kick off the next question by saying congratulations on making partner at Craft Ventures. Um, and just based off that, I wanted to jump into the topic of um, gender dynamics in VC and especially promotions for um, female employees. How have you personally navigated being one of the only women in the room and what advice do you have for aspiring female investors who don't only want to get into their industry, but also um, make it to principal and partner levels? Yeah, I always like to bring it back to the statistics and 12% of decision makers at US-based venture capital funds are women. So we have a very long way to go. And I hope I am the first of, of many more um, in the coming years. I've been quite lucky in that I've worked at firms that have always been very supportive. And the first piece of advice I'd give is to vote with your feet and find a firm that's willing to sponsor you. Outside of that, my advice is not unique to women. I think that everyone in venture needs to make themselves uniquely valuable. So if you're looking for your first job in venture, I would choose a sector or a geography and learn everything you can about it. And maybe that means that you meet up with every founder in your hometown, whether that's in, in Wichita or, or Ottawa or anywhere in the world, and get to know the local startup community that, that may be quite nascent and may be possible for you to meet you know, everyone who's, who's working on uh, a software-based startup there. Um, or you can learn everything you can about femtech or data infrastructure, e-commerce enablement, or whatever it is that, that piques your fancy. And I think of that as an initial wedge into an area of expertise. Um, and, and what that eventually leads to is first, your firm wouldn't do a deal without your involvement if they're doing a deal in that category, because you know the most in, in background uh, about that particular um, sector. 
And then next, founders actually seek you out because you have experience in, in that sector and hopefully you've built a network around that sector. You know a lot of people, you can help them with hiring or BD deals and your knowledge becomes really proprietary. And what starts out as a relatively small sliver um, and, and what is a, um, a, a niche that you can you know, tackle on your own can grow over the months and years into a, a much larger area of expertise. But it's important to start small because I think it is enormously difficult to, to walk into a room and say that you know the most about SaaS or consumer or some really broad category that, that's really difficult for you to you know, quickly know more than someone who spent the last 20 years working on it. I totally agree. And as someone who's starting her career in venture capital, um, I can definitely say, and I've seen it around me, but just educating yourself on, like you said, uh, whether it's a sector, subsector, or geographies, definitely gives you uh, an edge in the industry. Awesome. Um, just thinking back um, on your career, is there anything you would have changed or something you wish you knew before? I wouldn't change anything about my career. I wish for myself and for many other women in the industry, just more confidence at, at every juncture. Um, I, I find that kind of the moments of the most anxiety are actually the moments when you're climbing the learning curve the most aggressively and to embrace those moments and realize that, you know, you will come out on the other side with, you know, much more knowledge and experience than if you hadn't gone through that time period, but to approach those periods with um, with as much confidence as you possibly can, because you know you are capable and you are, you know, smart, and um, you know it, the world is yours for the taking. Awesome, that's a great note to end on. And before we wrap up this conversation, um, I'm just gonna have some fun and short, uh, rapid fire questions for you, just to get to know you a little bit more. Um, and we'll start with an easy one. Um, are you a tea or a coffee person? Honestly, neither. I do drink coffee sometimes, but I am, um, I don't really love the flavor of either. That's interesting. What's your go-to? Um, I, well, I, I do drink coffee most mornings to wake myself up, but I don't have, people really seem to love it. And I don't, I don't have that love. I do have a full cup of water next to me all day long that I uh, am very, Good about uh, my water consumption. <laughs> yeah, that's something I need to be way better at. Um, so probably we'll cut down on the coffee and move a little bit. <laughs> um, awesome. And um, what is a city that you really like and why? Mm, good question. Uh, I love London. I love the incredible architecture. I love the diversity of people that you can find there. I think it's unlike virtually anywhere else in the world. And uh, I don't mind the, uh, <laughs> the cloudiness and the uh, somewhat imperfect weather. <laughs> I, I spent a year in London, actually, and I totally agree. Um, and my last question for you is, um, have you had a role model, and this can be personal or professional in your life? Yes, absolutely. I have always looked up to my mom. Uh, she you know, worked full time raising my siblings and I and uh, is truly superwoman and, and has done you know, everything. And so uh, it, she's absolutely been a role model for me. I remember um, you know, being in middle school or high school and seeing her uh, sitting on the sidelines with a laptop on her lap, you know, getting 
work done uh, while I was uh, playing a tennis match or my siblings were or at their sporting events. And I remember being frustrated by, you know, how much she traveled growing up, but it is, um, she's a, truly a role model for, for myself and um, something I, I hope to emulate over time. Awesome. So cheers to your mom. Let's end on that note. Um, thank you so much, Lainey, for joining us for this conversation. I'm sure our listeners will really appreciate all your insights on the industry and your experience of craft ventures. Thank you so much.